0: Or, l'heure sera 2 a.m. Choke on your medicine, you inexperienced scoundrel. Welcome back to the 2 a.m. podcast, children. Once again, I, your host, Rupak Shakur, find myself in the middle of a... untested water in more ways than I wish to divulge on. Needless to say, I did not ever think I would find myself here. Yet here I stand. It's been a good week. I managed to make it out to the bar at least once a week in the last two weeks. And while I find myself cutting back on the alcohol, Norm really did have something right about having somewhere where everybody knows your name plus I've been able to take my dog and that really is just the fucking best I, I can't even begin to describe how happy that makes me. But nonetheless, I am here once again this week in the middle of changing phases, finding myself both exhilarated, deathly anxious, deathly afraid, Deathly excited. No details just yet. Things are still working out. But overall, looking great. So... one way or another I was reminded of an old middle school colleague of mine now I am an adult metalhead who started as a preteen early teen punk rocker and the only reason that is is because when I was a preteen, early teen in the late 90s goddamn there was so many hot 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 fucking punk rock girls and goth girls and metalhead girls God damn it, how could I not want that? So, of course, I wanted to be what I thought they wanted. Little did I know, it's really no different than any other girl, but I thought if I was the most punk rock the most metalhead the most goth <laughs> I could somehow win them all so this is the life path I have chosen all that to say somehow way. I was recently reminded of a girl. Let's call her Danny Demonic because her literal initials were D&D and her nickname all the way back in 1999 in 7th grade for me her nickname was Double D (laughs) and now Double D was a very in your face kind of a new metal chick she wasn't a skater she wasn't a goth She wasn't a punk. Not even really a metalhead. Just kind of one of these chicks that... Somehow knew about Linkin Park before they blew up. So she... She just had the mystique, you know? Something else Double D had was a full, bouncy, hanging set of breasts. (laughs) Now, I'm saying all of this in the context of 12-year-old me back in 1999. (laughs) But goddamn, I mean, she had a rack. Compared to all the other girls in 7th grade, she was above and beyond. And Double D knew this, you know. She was always one of the guys, hung out with all of the skater kids, who hung out with all of us punk kids who really, really, really wanted to be cool metalhead kids. And in all those days Double D hung out, I specifically have a memory burned into my brain where, you know, the cafeteria lunch one day gave us your standard fare microwave burritos nothing great nothing terrible but i remember somehow some way my dear friend Pip (laughs) the genius that he was he challenged her to who could give the best burrito (laughs) blowjob so this of course meant (laughs) holding the burrito upright on the lunch table and then bobbing your head up and down as though you were giving it oral sex culminating in a in a burrito explosion. Pip went first. And in his true to form, overly dramatic theatrical self, truly gave the burrito a blowjob that any of us boys would be envious of. And then he handed off the stage to Double D. Oh, God. Again, in the context of 12-year-old Pac. Really before the internet and its blatant pornography ruined my brain. To see the hottest little punk girl in my grade with the hugest rack just go to town on this burrito all the while squeezing her shoulders together I mean it's illegal or not <laughs> it is now burned into my brain forever And I gotta say I always wondered whatever happened to Double D I remember a year later in eighth grade it somehow got around probably just some bullshit middle school rumor that she was dating like a fucking 30 year old. Now, middle school rumor or not, unfortunately, I know for a fact that was a very real thing back then, because she wasn't the only one it was said about, and of all the girls that it was said about, so many were proud to confirm the reality of their situation. And although, yes, like I just said, that particular memory is burned in my brain, I never really fetishized Double D. Perhaps not in the traditional, hypersexualized way. I really did always remember her just for the chaotic spark that she brought to the group. She was always fun to be around and you never really knew what shenanigans she might pull. Because I am not some modern internet creep I never tried looking her up or finding out whatever happened but I do know I wish she'll wish her well and even though I don't know where she ended up I'm sure she just did fine for herself She was absolutely the kind of girl that didn't need your help. And I suppose that's why to this day I miss her. I miss her type. I miss that energy, you know. Nowadays working regular jobs and everyone just kind of putting on that fake bullshit professional demeanor just makes me miss that that raw, real spontaneity of immaturity but Intelligent immaturity, I guess. I don't even know how to describe it. Anyway. I guess I'm just saying... The next time you eat a burrito... Kiss the tip a little harder. Until then, take care of yourself, children. The 2AM Podcast vous est proposé par des auditeurs qui vous ressemblent. Pour soutenir l'émission et la garder sans publicité, visitez patreon.com slash 2 pour devenir un membre officiel de la production exécutive et un supporter contributif.